And I'm Kirsten. It's a nice chilly December Sunday, and we're going to be talking about how people were affected by black codes. Black codes were introduced after slavery was abolished as a way to degrade and keep power over freed African Americans. We will also be interviewing Martha Smith. She lived in New Orleans during the black codes. Slavery was abolished in January of 1865, but not put into effect until December of 65. The African-American Odyssey quotes a black freedman, Houston Hartsfield Holloway, saying that for we colored people did not know how to be free, and the white people did not know how to have a free colored person about them. It was like a flip of a switch that no one was really ready for. They did not know how to go from being owned or being an owner to acting civically together as equals. Many slaves, once freed, did not leave. Most stayed with their owners because they simply had nowhere else to go. This fed into the white people's efforts to suppress and degrade black people's status and being invaluable. They would loan them money and then have them pay it back later. But with the interest in with the interest the freed slaves would never reach a time that they could pay it off and ultimately would be stuck. Free African-American article shows that the church plays a big role in bringing people together. Since it was a black code that they could not preach the Bible, they made groups that would meet like a church, but they would eventually be found and people would be arrested. It was also found that blacks were highly skilled as artisans, business people, educators, writers, planters, musicians, tailors, hairdressers, and cooks. Most people would leave the state they lived in to go to another to get their education, then come back to the state they were originally at and work find work at the settling. Black codes were very popular in the South to suppress the newly freed black people. Here are some specific ones from police regulations of St. Laundry Parish in Louisiana by the Louisiana legislator. Section 3. No Negro shall be permitted to rent or keep a house within said parish. Any Negro violating this provision shall be immediately ejected and compelled to find an employer. As well as Section 6, no Negro shall be permitted to preach, exhort, or otherwise declaim a congregation of colored people without a special permission in writing from the president of the police jury. With these specific codes, specifically freed black men were stopped from being able to have a home and they lost their freedom of speech. According to Professor Eric Bonner from Columbia University, black codes were used to regulate laws in the new governments in the South to keep the plantation system going and to have things segregated. They are given some rights, like no slavery, and they, in some states, allowed them to own property. Marriage was only legal between two white people or two black people. Although they had some rights, they still had no right to vote, they couldn't have a fair trial in court, and they had to work for a white person because there were no black employers and they couldn't self-employ. segment we're going to talk about how police poorly treated African Americans and what would happen if African Americans ever broke black codes. 
To start off, you know what black codes were and how they affected African Americans. Black codes were restrictive laws that were designed to make African Americans have less freedom. Many were forced into labor for cheap wages after slavery was abolished during the Civil War. Police throughout this time were very violent with African Americans and would attack or hurt them if they broke the law, which were called black codes. For example, the South, such as Mississippi and South Carolina, established the first black codes and could arrest you if you did not write out evidence of employment for the coming year and if you left before the end of your contract. In South Carolina, you were only supposed to be a farmer or servant and make sure that you abide by the law that you can only have those occupations. Another example of how police poorly treated African Americans was in 1917 when the biggest riot occurred and many were beaten or even killed just for being employed in the wartime industries. I'm now going to pass it over to Martha Smith. Today, Kristen and I will be talking to Martha Smith and her experience with living during Black Codes. Hello, Martha. How are you doing? I'm doing fine, thank you. So, Martha, we know that you lived in times where slavery had just been abolished. How did your life change when Black Codes were put into place? When Black Codes were put into place, I felt very alone and thought worthless because I thought of it as no one wants me just because of the color of my skin. It hurt me deeply inside, knowing that I could not have the freedom I want and have to abide by these certain laws, basically in order to live my life or I could die or be seriously injured. What were African Americans' reactions to what was happening with black codes? Many, many African Americans and my very close friends were scared of what was going to come next after the black codes took place. We were scared for our lives because if we, if we did one bad thing, we could be beaten or even put to death and many tried to keep it to themselves or wanted to be, or did not want to be noticed by anyone. Many Af many African Americans and my very close friends never went anywhere without a friend or family member with them. It was definitely scary for a lot of us during this time. Did you witness someone getting caught for violating a black code? If so, can you tell us what happened? Yes, I did see someone get caught violating a code. I was walking down the street with my friend, getting some groceries, when I saw a man refuse, refusing to be arrested, I did not end up finding out what specifically he he did that refused that he was refusing his arrest for. But did you witness someone getting caught or violating a black code? If so, can you tell us what happened? Yes, I did see someone get caught violating the code. I was walking down the street with my friend, getting some groceries, when I saw a man refusing to be arrested. I did not end up finding out what he did, but he refused arrest and was later shot by a police officer. Everyone around us fled the scene very quickly, and the town was silent. Seeing the man get shot in front of me was very scary and hard to talk about to this day because that was the first time I had ever seen something like that happen right in front of me. Were you ever confronted by a police officer yourself? I was luckily never confronted by a police officer, but my husband was while he was coming home from some groceries that night. He came home that night all shook up, and it almost looked like he saw a ghost. The police officers examined him for about 20 minutes and asked him questions like, what are you doing out at night, and what's in your bag? He explained to them what he was doing, and luckily they never heard him. I pray to God every day after that that my husband and I wouldn't get stopped like that again. 
Was there a black code put in place that affected you or your everyday life the most? There actually was a black code that was put in place that affected my everyday life. The code that definitely affected my life was that I couldn't rent or buy my own house. I really wanted to buy a house with my husband during that time because that's all we dreamed about and starting a family, but the black codes made it impossible to do so. I didn't want to risk anything if we did buy a house and I wasn't going to risk my life. Me and my husband eventually stayed with my friend for 10 years until we moved out of the town. Was this a big issue publicly or was it not talked about often? Me and a lot of my friends talked about it and would come together often to support each other. Throughout the community, it was not really talked about because we were all very scared of the situation and didn't want to be noticed or seen by anyone talking about it. Thank you, Martha, so much for meeting with us today. Your responses really gave us a bigger picture of what it was like to live through this time period. Thank you. Thank you all so much for having me. Goodbye now. When the Civil War was over, the U.S. went into a Reconstruction period. The 13th Amendment abolished slavery and gave African Americans freedom, or so they said. As we mentioned before, they still did not have the right to vote and they couldn't be self-employed. These unequal rights became known as Black Codes. Black Codes didn't start to be addressed until around 1789 when the 14th Amendment was passed. The 14th Amendment removed the Three-Fifths Compromise, and it also gave citizenship to people who were born in America or naturalized. Schools eventually became joined, allowing anyone to attend them, and public restrooms and stores weren't segregated. Although this issue is still not completely resolved, the U.S. has made some progress to end police brutality, segregation, and unfair treatment. Another big impact to make a difference was the Civil Rights Act. The Civil Rights Act outlawed discrimination of race, color, religion, sex, or national origin. This gave everyone equal access to public places, employment, and even education. This is a big step forward in our government towards equality in America because this act also gave African Americans the right to vote. African-Americans left their state to get a better education and then came back to work. Black codes stripped African-Americans of many basic rights that everyone else had. Black codes, like not having the right to vote, kept African-Americans from helping themselves to have a better quality of life. We also interviewed Martha Smith and got her insight on her experiences with black codes in New Orleans. It was very helpful to give us a bigger picture of the issue that played out in real life. Treated very poorly and struggled for many years. 
Have a wonderful day.